This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. over time yeah right i mean because like i guess like if you work in a preschool like in a weird way like they're kind of like your co-workers like you're all working yeah. to do the school day together like you must accomplish yeah, you school day, day together yeah so they're like your weird like, it's like the office but these people teeny. they're tiny and crazy yeah. mostly crazy yeah. <laughs> so it's very sitcom your yeah. situation <laughs> and you can't fire them no. I mean, you can fire them, but it's it's real hard. Yeah, it's got to be something deal. egregious happening. Oh, well, yeah. I love little kiddos. Um, yeah. It was nice visiting you guys and, and uh, visiting with your kiddos. That was a really fun time. I can't believe we only I did one. We only did one I episode. I know. I know, but we were busy just being friends. You know, just being. Yeah, being that was so just fun. Just being friends. We were watching YouTube videos and singing yeah. karaoke. Oh, see, the audience at home has no idea, but like, when we do karaoke, what was it, four and a half hours? Oh, I think so, I don't know. at least. Oh my gosh, we are so crazy. You just sing. I mean, what you are you going to do? You sing your little heart out. You stay all night. We'll sing that's silly. Yeah, it was so you fun. Can't just sing a couple songs. You know, no. I feel like you. You have an obligation to sing a whole evening's worth, and we did. I couldn't believe it. We yeah. had we had all the themes. That was so fun. So like eighties, yeah. We do rounds, Broadway, yeah. Disney. Like I love I love doing the rounds. It was great. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was fun. fun. We should have gotten that game out with the card props. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting. Which one's that? Yeah, like. A- it's like a deck of cards for karaoke. Where you pull a card and it's like... There's like a karaoke song game? From your, song from your middle school dance or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I know what we're doing next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. That's right, people. We're pretty crazy. Song yeah, from my middle school dance. That would have to be the, the Bill Medley uh, the Bill Medley song from Dirty Dancing. Who did he sing that with? Hey, baby! Hey, baby! Uh, is it Jennifer, Jennifer Warns? Warns? That's yeah. right. That's right. Jennifer Warns. Who the heck is she? I don't even know who she is. Yeah, who the heck is she? I don't know. I know Bill Medley because he's one of the Righteous like Brothers. Studio voice or yeah. something that just like recorded that with them and then. It became really popular. She had a great voice, like, and and the fact that she never did yeah, another yeah. song, I'm like, hey, guys, that lady's yeah. talented. Yeah. Guys, what about Jennifer Warnes? Yeah. <laughs> Jennifer who? Who they? Say. Oh, they'd be like, who's that? They're like Jennifer you, Gray. No, Jennifer Warnes. Do you think yeah, for Dirty Dancing? Do you think there's a like crazy collection of her albums that we just don't know about, and everyone's like Jennifer Warnes? Are you kidding me? Like, are you guys dumb? 
Oh my God, I'm going to Google her right now. <laughs> Listen, we have five paddockins this week. We don't need a six. <laughs> we don't have time for okay, that. We got to get, gotta get going here, okay. guys. We're That's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> What? What? How many? I mean, time of my life is the first thing. Of course it is. Up where we belong. Oh, no. Yeah. With Joe Cocker? No, they, no, they did. Up uh, where we belong. Is that? Wait, is it? Yeah. It's a I duet so. with someone, right? Yeah. That is Joe Cocker, isn't it? That's her? Maybe it is. Is But that was her? That's what it says. Wow. So she, like, bookended the 80s, basically, with a... With, uh, Movie soundtrack hits. Fascinating. Yes. What a niche. What a niche. Yeah, interesting. Is that her? I don't. You know what? Listen, let's. Listen, do, let's. Not, we're not again. We're not. We're not here to talk about. Nobody's had the word. No. What are we here we're to talk even, about? We're not we're qualified not even, for that. We're not even qualified to talk about three companies. <laughs> I bet it's different. After last doing. week's bombshell revelation that Jinx herself has a connection to the show, I think we are oh, more legitimate right. than. Ever rock and roll. That's true. That's true. That's true. true. Oh my God! Did I just lose my page? No, because I got it. Jennifer got it. Because of Jennifer goddamn <laughs> Warns. Okay. She is. Uh, She's the bane of my existence. Uh, now, listen. We're here okay. to talk about season four, episode four. Yes. Snow job. Snow job. Snow job. Oh All boy! Right. And this aired. This I didn't October know. October second, nineteen seventy nine. October second. Mm-hmm. We're still in the seventies. Wow, this is so crazy. Season four. Here's the thing. I I didn't know Snow Job was going to be so literally translated. Chrissy Snow gets a job. Like a. Oh, it's so dumb. What did I right. say it was going to be? But, yeah, but it's really witty. It is a witty title. It is. It because, is. It is. Yeah, because you know the, me. Uh, the uh, because of the plot revolving around Jack uh, trying to you know pull the wool over her eyes using flattery and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's a, a, that's a snow job. Yeah. Now, now we know that it's slang. We totally it's a slang knew that. Yeah. Term meaning yeah. that. So it's you know it's a double meaning, which is punny. Uh, which is this guy that wrote this is a laugh-in writer. Yeah. So the guy who wrote this episode. <laughs> what, seriously. Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. Roby, Roby Gorin, uh-huh. which is the stupidest is. name I've ever heard, and he's a writer on Laughing, and he only wrote this episode of Three's Company. He didn't write any other Three's Company. That's yeah. crazy. Just but you know, it's interesting because it seemed so weird. I was like, it was so corny. It was so corny. And he's trying to hit so many corny all of the characters and all of the tropes. You know, he does the Chrissy Snort yeah. laugh. He does Lana's hitting yeah. on Jack. He does Mr. Furley's freaking out about Jack being gay. He better get the gay thing under control. Uh, there he was the blows. Yeah, he blows the dust off. Wervert Peaselton. Yeah, Wervert Peaselton okay. makes an appearance in the last <laughs> seconds of this episode. Yeah, he's like, he's like, get every character on screen now. Yes, calling all yeah. characters. Yes, yeah. Okay, let's go back to last week. Okay. All right. When you uh, you predicted that a traveling salesman would come 
uh, <gasps> wanting to install a new air conditioner in the apartment. I said traveling and salesman. I feel like I knew this was this is the closest I've been in weeks. Oh, salesman. That's true. Sales, salesman. All right. Yeah. Chrissy so much doesn't know what blood to do. is rushing into my talents. Chrissy doesn't know what to do, and he's coming back. And Furley uh, says that he's going to tell him where to stick it. But then the AC guy is so hot that Lana wants oh AC in her apartment. Um, well, That's okay. That's what I have. Well, okay. Prediction. Was it as close as I thought. All right. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> I, liked, I liked that you were, you know, giving us lots of. Uh, the, the lot of details, lot of stuff. Yeah. Oh, I mean, come on. And plus, okay. uh, can't. First of all, before we even get into this episode, like Lana's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> There's no point to her being on the show. Like, I feel so bad. There's no I just... point. There's no point, but I still find her entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Poor thing. She works her one note, singing it for the rafters. Oh, good yeah, for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for, for her. Sure, yeah. Good for her. All right, let's get into Absolutely. it. Okay, uh, starting with the intro, which we covered last time, I did want to point something odd out. That yes. every character, every single character, except for Janet, has a title shot at the boardwalk. But for some reason, it cuts to the sailboat for Janet's. Oh, right! It's weird. Yeah. It's not that weird when you think about the fact that they had a that to me says fun beachside day. Yeah, it just feels like that sailboat is almost from a it almost feels like the sailboat's from a different intro to me. I it don't is. know why. Maybe it's because of the, is it? Is it in a different intro or is it just on the end credits now? Isn't sailboat now on the end credits instead of her? This is interesting. I I feel like the boat intro has been in all the intros for the last few weeks, but I guess it really hasn't. Why do I know? I oh, mean, yes, it has. It has. Yeah, it has. It's, it's, has. it's the opening sure. opening yeah. before they get to the boardwalk. Just... Yeah. Yeah, oh, and then it, it's yeah, and then it, goes... it just feels so, I don't know. Like recycled. It, feels so, it looks so different, I guess, from all the other stuff. Well, because the just, other stuff is an outdoor and direct sunlight. Listen, I I love that you're trying to break down the cinematography of the intro when right. you are already I, putting so much more thought to it than those people did. <laughs> I enjoyed seeing it Paul Rudd again in the bumper cars. From a different shoot, I guess, is what it is. Yeah, Paul Rudd in the bumper cars is the best thing. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that was good. It's a laugh every time for me. Yeah. Uh, his face is great. Larry's reaction is hilarious. The fact that he didn't notice until they turned toward the camera is really funny. Um, Plus, in this version of the intro, what I don't like is how the the opening guitar lick is gone. Like that iconic guitar lick Mm. that opens even yeah that opens even our theme song for this show. And I I don't just start with the. It goes. It's it's another guitar like it. Da do da do da do do do. Come and knock on our door. So it's just that instead of. You know that one is awesome. Like that one to me is like a call to arms. It's like a trumpet in the hills. Like 
but it's a twangy seventies guitar calling you to like a jiggle comedy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ugh, All right. Like uh, the angels. Yeah. All right. I like the angels. I said. Well, we um, <laughs> okay. Moving on. Okay. Uh, we start in the apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack is counting out cards because he's having a poker game that night. And uh, Janet's uh, there in the room and she's like, oh, we're having a poker game. He's like, no, it's for men. Is that what he says? Doesn't he? Something to that effect, yeah. Yeah, it's for oh, the men. I kind of didn't Which is that not how it plays out. out later. But No, not at all. Then he uh, um, he can only counts out forty seven cards. Forty seven cards, because Janet and Chrissy had been watching westerns. Yeah, and uh, they were they were saw a game where they were flipping cards into like a, a cowboy hat. Yeah, but they didn't have a cowboy hat, so they used the toilet. Which whatever. But it's all to set up a royal <laughs> flush joke. It's all to set up a royal flush joke, which yeah. is just. Come uh, on. Then um where I'll be going. What's come on, Roby Galzo. Christ, what's his name? Roby Gowan. Roby Gorin. Gorin. Roby Gorin. Roby Gorin. Huh. Okay. Um so Chrissy enters carrying mm-hmm. a box and crying mm. because she didn't get a raise at the <sighs> office. Working for J.C. Uh, Bra- yeah, J.C. Listen, I, I, J.C. I don't understand what happened because she was moving up the corporate ladder. She was the assistant to the vice president and she was all like smart at her job and everything. And now all of a sudden she's not getting a raise and she says that she's the best secretary if you don't count her shorthand in typing. Hmm. Like now, what? all of a sudden, she's incompetent. Now she's a bad secretary, yeah. and and she was could, taking on freelance work uh, typing a while yeah, back. Yeah, she's so good at it. And typing, could those two uh, ponytails? I I feel like her ponytails were insane this week. Like just so out of control. Like it feels like they're yeah. just ratting her hair out too to fill like as much space in the air as possible. Like how did they get her hair that big? Oh, she's got so many extensions and hair pieces in there. There has to be. She looks like a yeah. like a show pony. Yeah, those ponytails probably aren't even real. Her head looks like a piñata. Like I, I don't mean to bring you know. No, she looks like a beautiful horse. I totally get it. <laughs> like a dressage horse. Yeah. Yes. Even like her like poofy boots. <laughs> Yeah. Have I ever done my impression of a dressage horse for you, Maddie? I'm dying. I just can picture it. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty good. It's just a nice little. Just a dressage trot. It's pretty good. It's got that side side head thing. Do you shake out your horse mane? Oh my god, I'm sad. Certain leg movements. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's beautiful. That's a thing of grace. 
No, um, okay. she looked insane. She looked insane. She looks insane. And her eyes are so wide and so big all the time. And they're using so much eyeliner and like white eyeliner on her waterline so that her eyes God. look even bigger, that it's yes. just like stage makeup. Yes. Oh, so much. Oh, wow. Okay. So what's going on? But what's in the box? Right? Right. She comes in with the box. She has a box. And she wouldn't have the box if she had gotten the raise, but she didn't get the raise, so, so she, she has the box. Fine. So fine. finally they're like, fine. Oh, they're like, shut the fuck up, Chris. Open the box. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's open the box. Open the box. <laughs> there are several of those moments. Mm-hmm. There are. Or she just will not say what's going on. Um, so they open the box. And it's a case of Easy Time Cosmetics. Easy Time? And, yeah. And she is going to sell Easy Time Cosmetics. She's going to sell the shit out of it. Yeah. <laughs> because she needs extra money because she didn't get a raise. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, What a coincidence. It's all just, okay, fine, fine, great. Yeah. And they're all like, immediately, Janet is like, I don't know about this. This sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah, and just because she tried to sell stuff before. Did she? she? Did? What did she try to sell before? Is that did what I heard? About that? I think she talked about that. She what said, was it? Remember this? Like, this, it was like this she, other job that she had where she was like bad at it. Or this, is that what she tells Jack? Remember the time that Chrissy tried the XYZ? Is that not that's not in your notes? Yeah, yeah. I didn't have it in my notes. No. Oh, okay, okay. Anyway, it's a bad well, idea okay, for Chris. Anyway, it's a bad idea. Yeah, and bad idea. And Lana comes. Oh, ding dong! Yeah, Lana's here. Yeah. Oh, here comes the parade. Yeah. So she does her usual, you know, trying to get Jack up to her bedroom. Jack, Jack, working her, so working that, to... working that horny note for all it's worth, and good for. Good for Lana. Yeah. He needs, she it. needs Jack to come and fix her light bulb because he's the only one that can turn it on. That's right. Yeah. Plus, it's above her now bed. that we're this many, now that we're this many episodes away from the Ropers, don't you miss Helen's caftans? Like, I feel oh. like, yeah. why was that such a visual, like, welcome visual thing to have every episode? I thought Lana's Lana's outfit when she walks in, she looks like a California raisin. Just purple head to toe <laughs> chiffon. I was like, girl, you look she like did. the plum very, from the Fruit of the Loom commercial. Like, uh, are you going to pop out of my boxers? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Jack's, you know, she wants him to help her. And then ding dong. Now, now it's for Here we go. Friendly. Here we parade. And on comes yet another cat member. That's right. We're getting them all. And Furley, Furley has heard that Jack's going to have a poker game. That's right. Jack's like, no, 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 no poker no. game. And Furley's like, is it, oh, is it ever? Is it ever said who told Mister Furley that? No, 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 Larry. They yes, just he says Larry. Oh, oh Larry. I think he says, he Larry. says Larry. Oh wait, yes, I have that in my notes. Larry told him there's a poker game. Yeah, you miss one and little bit. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> and he has a hundred dollars burning a hole in his pocket, and he's always wanted to learn. He's always wanted to learn how to play poker. And then Jack's like, "Well, hello, Jack, hello, hello, hello. wait, don't do that, but okay, you can you come can join us." And then he's like, "Why don't we just have it down in my place?" Great idea. 
And uh, Jeff's like, okay, so that's how that happens. And then, uh, oh, and then he has a discussion with Jack where he says, oh, he, <clears throat> where he uh, says that Lana has a maternal thing for Jack. And what else could it be because of his inclinations? And it's oh, my God. And it's a good thing. Because if Jack had feelings for Lana, he'd be out on the streets. Out Why? Why? But it makes no sense. Lana. He can't kick out a tenant because he's in love with another tenant. Like, this, this, this is all he, he wants. can do whatever he wants. This is his television, Mario. Brother Bart owns the <laughs> there's several moments. It's 1979. He can do whatever. Yeah, he there's wants. no regulation. You know what? Honestly, it's like the Wild West, the 1970s in America. I feel like it's yeah. just yeah, fine, fine. It was yeah. pretty hardcore. We don't know how good we got. Okay, <laughs> so, so then Chrissy tries to sell Furley some Easy Time cosmetics. He tries. She tries to sell him some. Um, Cologne, but he tells her that he's a member of the Odor of the Month Club. That's right. right. Yeah. Odor of the Month Club. And that and and he's then, oh my God, she asks if he wants any musk oil, and he says his musk isn't squeaky. Yeah. Now that's I now mean, that is the that is in, on Pluto that went to a commercial right there. And what I thought was so crazy yeah. is that they cranked up the it's it's so clearly like an audience sound effect of clapping because the joke doesn't justify the reaction. And then you hear them like turn it up. I'm like, guys, can we just be a little more like like let's just pretend that we're into <laughs> making this episode of television. Like don't right. drop the ball here. You know, it's so mean. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but Mr. Furley already from the moment he's on screen. I'm I'm like I'm once again transfixed by Don Knotts. I like I can't get enough of how he delivers every line. Like it's yeah. level eleven, whatever emotion he's at. I just this guy is killing me. I'm uh he's a, I'm learning from Don. Knotts. In fashion moment, I could neither of us could tell what kind of pants he was wearing, but they yeah. were something that had a sheen to them, and they yes. were kind of stiff and kind of. Thick, but they weren't quite leather leather pants, but they could have been. You know what I mean? Like right. it was kind of hard girl. To, they were probably some kind great. of vinyl. They could have been. Well, they could have been, but they were like a matte shiny. I think he. Thing. I think he did look really know. great. I love that little tie thing around his neck, and um, he looks. He's wearing super a medallion. And yes. this opening scene, he's wearing a medallion. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's a very sixties look. Um, yeah, for it being yeah. as close to the '80s as it is, and I really like that aspect too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How sure. old do you think he's supposed to be? Supposed to be? I have no idea. But uh, he's born in nineteen. I want to say it was nineteen twenty-four. Correct. That seems right. Yeah. So I mean, by I the time like we're at eighty. Yeah, yeah, he's only going to be in his yeah. mid-50s. Is that right? I feel... Okay, hold on a second. Oh, no. Carry the one. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Chrissy decides that she's going to... Oh, yeah, sorry. 1924 is when he was born. Yeah. So, he already looks kind of old for his age, actually. 
Well, but it's the 70s. Yeah, you're right. People in their 50s look like Donuts. Yeah. Ostensibly, I'm six years away from being Mr. Furley's age. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy! I mean, it's the Golden Girls thing. Yeah, if you had the Golden Girls now and had actresses who were the age of those actresses, it would be crazy. They would be totally young looking. Yeah. It's like Jennifer Coolidge. She's that age. Yeah. Ugh. (laughs) So, uh, Chrissy decides to go to the Regal Beagle to sell some Yeah, she's going to find a different customer base there. Yeah. Okay, here is here is logic conceit number two. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. So then we are at the Regal Beagle, and there mm-hmm. are two men at a table, mm-hmm. and Chrissy goes in, sets down her makeup case, cosmetics sales case at the bar, and then approaches the table. And these two men. Do you want to talk about these two guys? Well, let's bring up our two first Paddockins of the week. Uh, played yeah. by uh, one played by actor Paul Avery, um, okay. whose most famous roles were uh, for Superman in 1978, the, the the sitcom Soap in 77, and All My Children in 1970. Now he does not have a really big resume. This is really crazy. He he's he appears in uh, just seven. He's got seven credits beginning in 1972 and ending in 1988. Um, and just as, I mean, he gets on pretty big things. He gets on Superman uh, in 1978, Three's Company in 79, Soap in 80, Tales from the Dark Side. In, oh, sorry. I thought you said Soup Man, and I was like, what is that? So, but now so, I understand. Superman. Okay. Superman. Superman. In 1978, and then Three's Company, and then Soap, Tales from the Dark Side, Young People's Specials, and then an episode of all two episodes of All My Children, one in '81, and another one in '88. It looks like. Oh my gosh, this is so crazy! And then that's it. That's his whole career. Paul Avery. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, um, go Paul. Avery. And then our other actor is John Miranda. Uh, he was in, born in New York City in 1926. Um, and he. For being two years younger than Mr. Furley, he looks like 15 years younger than Mr. Furley. But yeah. he's a much, much more extensive uh, background. He started in 1968 um, in a TV movie uh, called Pinocchio. That's really weird. Uh, he goes on to be in The Paper Chase in 1978, a really popular show on PBS. And uh, then Eight is Enough, Three's Company. Uh, he's on an episode of Happy Days and Mark and Mindy in 1881. Laverne and Shirley, Little House on the Prairie, Punky Brewster, Knott's Landing, Murder, She Wrote, Valerie, uh, Alf, uh, Doogie Howser, M.D. Um, and then that he gets Doogie Howser in 1990. And then his uh, next credit, or his last credit in the 90s is in 98 for a show called Working. Do you, do you guys know that show? No. When was it? Yeah. 1998. I don't know that show. And then his last one is uh, in a movie called The Kidnapping. Uh, God, in 2007, almost 10 years later. Yeah, it's so crazy. What an interesting yeah. He movie. plays elderly yeah. man in that. 
Yeah. You must. Yeah. 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 What are you going to do? So those are our two table sitters. Uh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Do they have names? No. John they... Miranda? No. Oh, the, oh I see they that do. John Miranda died in 2015. Did you say that? Oh, I did not actually. It was, That's pretty it was recent. 88. Okay. So go. they have names. Paul Avery plays Neil and John Miranda mm-hmm. plays Bill. Neil and Bill. Perfect. Yeah. They, I don't think Chrissy Bill. ever says their names. No. By the way. no. She doesn't know Do them. They, they might say them to each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's probably what it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. Hey, Bill. Hey, Neil. Hey, Neil. Yeah. <laughs> Get a load of her. So Chrissy comes over to the table um, and she leaves her her, leaves her thing case. at the counter. So they don't know. You know, she's just uh she's just Chrissy. She's yeah. She comes over to these two guys and immediately starts talking in a way that they can misconstrue as that she is a prostitute who is also very cheap and also has <clears throat> a money back guarantee. And they are very excited. Very interested. But I I I think this is bullshit because remember in that previous episode where somebody mistook Chrissy for a prostitute and she was all right. hurt by it and upset. And in this she doesn't even notice. You know, this is plus. I mean, her going up to that table without her bag full of cosmetics, and her mm-hmm. opening line is, "Hey guys, I'm basically I'm, I'm a big whore." You're buying, yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, Ugh. he hits this one too. This guest writer, the sexual double entendre uh, of a conversation, like he's hitting all the the the. The planks of a of a, of a true threes company episode, mm-hmm. and putting them together in this way that is just so contrived. I was like, you don't have to do all the things in one episode. Yeah, he, but he's going to get his his writing credit worth. My God, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't work eggs into his episode. Oh, for yeah, real, for real eggs. <laughs> no one recognizes how important eggs were. <laughs> company. So Chrissy goes on with her, like, you know, like, I'll give you money back if you're not satisfied. Yeah. And, they're and they're like, like Woo, let's do it. Let's go to my place. Oh my like, God. Well, we can take care of it right here. We can take care of it here. Like, what about this table right here? This is, this will work just fine. Let she, me show you what I got. Then she gets her case. And she gets her case. And then they, of course. And then they're like, forget they're like, it. Forget it. Lamo. <laughs> God. So weird. And the one guy sure. even says, like, like I thought it was Christmas. Like I thought yeah. I thought we had ourselves a gullible prostitute, Neil. To which I said, that's what you guys do on Christmas? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um so then we're back at the apartment and uh you know Jack and Janet are there. I don't know, talking about nonsense. And then uh, Chrissy comes back um, and she's crying again because she can't sell anything. And, uh, you know, they feel bad for her. Jack Jack's tries to give her. 
he gives her a big pep talk. talk. Go, 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 sell, sell, sell. Yeah. Yeah. And don't change, you know, no means yes and all this stuff. Right. What then, was that? That was so crazy. First of all, what does Jack know about selling? Like, when has he ever sold anything? Yeah. He sold encyclopedias door to door oh, for a second. That's true. Oh, that's true. <laughs> was a Gosh, Jinx, that's so. That's right there. Good for you. Yeah. Wine like a steel trap. Yeah, yeah. I, but then, then you know what? He should have mentioned it. Hey, remember when I sold encyclopedias and that's I true. rocked it? Here's how I did it, Chrissy. Right. Well, which then he did, right? He didn't. He didn't rock it. Didn't rock it. He ended um, up posing <laughs> nude for something. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> he just went into this weird, crazy Glenn Gary and Glenn Ross routine. Mm-hmm. And then Chrissy cries herself to her room. Yeah. And ding dong. It's Lana. Wait, it's did Lana. you, by the way, did you get that joke? I didn't get it. She's like, because no means yes. Or yeah, something. because she no kept yes, saying, she kept saying no or yes, because he was like, do you, are you going to do it or whatever? She's like, yes. And are you going to blah, blah, blah. And, you know, she kept saying yes. And he's like, well, why are you crying? And she said, because yes means no. See, so I'm already really like no. tuning I'm, – I'm already resisting this joke because like I can recognize where like they're going and I just like – I don't – it's so uh, – it's fine, fine. It, it kind of sucks. I'm just being a complaint. I'm just being a grumpy old man. Whatever. We're laughing. It's yeah. laughing here. That's what that is. That's exactly what that is. <laughs> um, so then Lana comes in and Jack – Jack whisks Lana away to the kitchen, too, because he has an idea. And he tells Lana that Chrissy is trying to sell cosmetics, which she already knew because she already did try to sell them to Lana. Yeah, she said no. When she, before she left uh, earlier when Furley was there. Um, and he's like, will you just buy some of this from her? It'll make her feel a lot better, and then I'll change your life <clears throat> if you know what I mean because hot stuff yeah and so, so he goes out he gets Chrissy and then Lana comes into the room and she's like go try to sell to Lana and so she goes over there and she's like Lana do you want to buy some milk and she says I'll take it so then Lana leaves and she's just Chrissy is like, I can sell and I'm gonna quit my job tomorrow and sell full time. And yeah. Janet and Jack are like, Oh no. no. And then oh, Is that boy. when they have the conversation about what they're gonna do? No, that's after the commercial, which happens right now. Okay. Commercial. Right. Yes. This now, thing, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. We all watched a bunch of commercials when Matteo was here. <laughs> Do you remember any of them? I don't remember any oh, of them. Oh, that's right. We did watch 80s. They were 80s commercials, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They were pretty boring. Yeah. yeah. They were kind of boring. They were a little on the boring side. Yeah. I can't I remember think of any of them. No, because they were so... Uh, uh, what is that word when you can just throw it in the garbage? Expendable? Disposable. Disposable. Expendable. Disposable. Disposable. Exactly. Sure. Although, that is one of the commercials. It was uh, 
that hefty bag commercial with Wimpy. Oh, yeah. Wimpy, Wimpy, Wimpy. Hefty, hefty, hefty. hefty, hefty. hefty. Wimpy. That hefty. was a really – that was a huge ad campaign. I remember going yeah. to school and everybody was singing that at lunchtime. That's true. Everyone was all like calling each other Wimpy, Wimpy. Wimpy, Wimpy. Yeah, do you remember that yeah. was like a big thing at school? So funny. Yeah, I do remember that. That's weird. Well, I don't do remember. Yeah. Commercials. What was there? Do you remember it tastes um, great, less filling? Yeah. Like when that actually was happening? Yeah. It wasn't yeah. Miller. It was Miller Light. Oh, was it? Uh, yeah. Michelob Light? Something like that. Is it Michelob? Oh, God. You know what I like? I like that Michelob Ultra. Have you guys had that? That low-carb beer? Oh, it's Miller Lite. Miller Lite. I can't drink beer because gluten. I don't. Oh, I right. Don't like beer. Gluten. You don't like beer? Nah. Fascinating. Wait, you're not really an alcohol guy anyway, really. Not really. Yeah. I drink. Fascinating. I'll drink. Well, I love I drink beer. I love wine. I, I love cocktails. Gosh, I'm real lush. Do you remember? I remember, uh, like the SNL sketch. It was like a fake commercial for for blue cheese wine cooler. Mm-mm. <laughs> and, that sounds disgusting. Yeah, it was, was horrible. Great. It was all chunky, and they're pouring it in, yeah. and like, and the the two sides are like, "Tastes great, tastes bad." <laughs> That's all I remember. <laughs> That's great. Blue I mean, cheese. Do you remember God. wine coolers? Wine coolers yeah. were great. I love wine coolers. It's interesting to me, like that. That would like fall out of favor. I guess because like trendy alcoholic drinks, like the latest one is, is of course hard seltzers, and it's so weird that those things are so. Cooler. Is it? I mean, kind of. Yeah. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a millennial wine cooler. Yeah. The the hard seltzer. Yeah, it's a millennial wine cooler. Oh, I found it. Blue cheese wine what? cooler. SNL ad. There's Kevin Nealon. Oh, um, we oh Kevin Nealon. That was that era. Yeah. We were doing a we were doing an eighties prom show once at the comedy club, and we convinced the comedy club owner that he needed to order wine coolers for the show so oh. that we could sell wine coolers, but he had to order like so many wine coolers to be able to order wine coolers. And so we promised him that if we didn't sell them all, we would drink the rest. (laughs) Oh my God. God. And it was going to be like ridiculous. We were going to have to drink like two cases of wine coolers or something, but then they ended up being, did you sell some? No, they were out of stock. We didn't get them at all. Oh, a bummer. You guys could have been in the Bartles and James. Yeah, we would have been in the wine (laughs) for quite some time. Bartles and James. Bartles and James. Oh, Bartles. Seagram's. Seagram's. Yeah, wasn't that the one that Bruce Willis did the commercials for? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, that works. I'm not that's sure they were so good, but those were the old days. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Let's get back to the show. Okay. okay. All right. We're right where we left off. Jack and Janet are Jack in the Janet. apartment, and they are talking about what that oh, they've got to convince Chrissy, 
that she's not a good salesperson, which they could just tell her. Yeah, and uh, that she shouldn't quit her job, but they, which they could also tell her. Just tell her. But what they decide to do instead is to Janet will convince Chrissy to go downstairs to the poker game mm-hmm. and sell her wares, and Jack will convince everyone at the poker game to not buy anything. Yeah, and this will show her by devastating her again. <laughs> you know, like, the whole Sorry. point in what he was doing was to make her feel better. Like he felt bad for her. And didn't want her to be sad. Right. And now he's setting her up to be crushed. Yeah. Right? It's so stupid. S- so stupid. So that's their that's their big that's a big plan. Um, okay. You know, and you're just like watching this thing unfold, right? And I'm just like uh, And and I so far do not see the rest of this episode coming. You know what I mean? Like oh, we right. take a big turn here. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, Dewey! This is so bonkers. This is what happens now is almost surrealist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is jump, the best part of the episode. Okay. Yeah, we jump to Jack going to Furley's. Yeah. So now we were we are at Furley's apartment. This is our former first glimpse. Roper apartment. The former Roper apartment redecorated for Mister Furley. His like. Blue. Oh, it's so insane. Oh my god, like royal blue carpet and baby blue walls. Yeah. And then like he has one and of those big eyes paintings. Yes. He had one of those back there. It, it looks like a it looks like a very nice apartment furnished by a rodeo clown. Oh. Yeah. 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 Or a circus clown. You know, like mm-hmm. it it it's like a fever dream nightmare of kitsch and polyester and But it looked really comfortable. Like like his couch and Ottoman situation that was all like over there against the wall where you never really saw that that wall with the rovers. It is. It looks super it's a, it's very <laughs> lounge lizard. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, I think that's another sort of callback to the sixties. Like sixties like like, yeah, like it's, cocktail oh, yeah. culture. It's his heyday, you know. Like he's stuck in his what he thinks is cool. From his yeah, life, yeah, yeah. Because right? if he's in his mid fifties, like back then he was in his mid thirties, and I yeah, guess that's, was, that was like his he was having pinnacle. a great time. Yeah, as a, yeah, as a confirmed bachelor and all. So Jack's there. Jack's there Jack first, arrives, yes. and then Larry arrives next. So Jack arrives. <laughs> oh my ding god! Dong, Larry <laughs> with. Two girls. They have names. Their names are Lulu and Sylvia. He Lulu introduces them. Lulu and Sylvia. Take it away, Mario. Yes. Well, Lulu is played by actress Taff O'Connell. Taff oh. is spelled T A A F F E. Taff. That's, well, anyway, is born it in 1951. It's got to be Taffy. That's how you say that? T-A-A-F-F-E is taffy? I think so. That has to be some made-up name. Anyway, uh, uh, it says, <laughs> and I quote, born into an upper-class family, uh, May 14, 1951, 1951 in Providence, Rhode Island. Oh. Um, yeah, uh, she... Evidently goes out to Hollywood and has like a bunch of parts over um, 
you know, she gets started in 1975 on Starsky and Hutch, and then she's on an episode of Beretta. Mm. Uh, and then she eventually gets on Chips in 1979, Wonder Woman. She's in uh, Rocky II as a ring girl, although she isn't credited. And then she's on Happy Days, The Incredible Hulk, Laverne Jeez. and Shirley. And then in, uh, now, this is interesting because she actually is going to be all together in three episodes of of uh, Three's Company. Oh. Um, so this is this is not her first or her last visit. She is, as we now know, a semi-permanent patty. Oh, does she come back as Lulu? She comes back as Lulu and then as another character named Ellen Simmons later on. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then she goes on to be a Knight Rider and then her last Credit really at that time ends in like 1991. She has one more movie that she does in 1996 and then gets nothing again until 2002 and uh, is done with acting in 2011 as her last last credit. So, yeah, it gets started in 1975 and ends it in 2011. Oh, Jinx, she's also Honey North in Dallas two episodes oh, no did I miss Dallas oh I did two episodes Honey North it's season 13 so that's pretty that's cool. late, yeah. Yeah. It's not late Dallas <laughs> and then the other actress uh, in this episode uh, she plays Sylvia and that is actress Melanie Vince born uh, December 1949 in Indianapolis Indiana uh, she's best known for the movie Lost Empire in 1984, a movie called Hunk in 1987, and then an episode of Mark and Mindy in 1978. And uh, she has 33 credits uh, beginning in 1979 with uh, Mark and Mindy. And then she goes on to be in General Hospital, Three's Company, The Fall Guy, The Dukes of Hazard, Fantasy Island, Night Court, Heart to Heart, Who's the Boss, Falcon Crest, Magnum P.I., Days Jeez. of Our Lives, Moonlighting. These girls Small are wonder. <clears throat> Small wonder. wonder that, that show about that little robot girl. Yeah, Do you remember yeah. that? that was a good oh, one. yeah. Full House and then her last credit in 1992. She's on a TV series called Dangerous Woman and she does 50 episodes. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, so that's probably where... And then, oh. and then she was done after that. She never acted again. Wow. Okay. There you go. Huh. Well, can I can I throw in just a little tidbit right here? Yeah. Speaking of Paddington's, yeah. so uh, the kids in 201 over there, mm-hmm. you know, uh-huh. at the uh-huh. kids in 201, they found an original TV guide entry for this episode, uh-huh. but it had this ad on the opposite page, yeah. and guess who was a Paddington's on Starsky and Hutch the same week this episode aired? Who? John Ritter. Yeah! What? Yeah. Whoa. Fascinating. Patty Kins. Was Starsky and Hutch on ABC? KTLA. Uh, It must have been. What's KTLA? KTLA, that's our, uh, that's just local affiliate here. It's ABC? 10 o'clock news. No, that's Channel 7. That's, uh, okay. Wait, KTLA? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, that's not... That's not the that's not the local ABC affiliate. Mm. I forget what it is. They haven't, well, they haven't, anyway, John Ritter they haven't called the off their Starsky and Hutch. 
interesting. They haven't, they haven't said their call letters in a long time, you know, because yeah. it's all digital now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> KTLA. Okay. All right. All right. So, um, Larry arrives with the two girls, mm-hmm. Sylvia and, and Lulu. Lulu. And uh, they're, and Furley's like, oh, you're here to watch some hot poker? And they're like, we're here to play. And Jack's like, no way. And then Larry's like, they brought their own money. And Jack's like, oh, right. All right. Yeah. yeah. Those girls were crazy the way they talked, right? Not the way they, not even the way they talked, the way they moved. They moved <laughs> like they were like in the middle of having sex as they were being filmed. <laughs> yeah, it was so crazy. They, were they moving, moved like weird, like, like, like mermaid snakes. Yeah, they were like being was, like typical it was sexy. Crazy. They, were being sexy. they were being sexy, like mermaid snakes. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. yeah that's mermaid snake sexy. That's fine. Fine, 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 fine. Yeah. This episode is so crazy yeah. for so many reasons. And this is just another moment where I was like, how much like cocaine was on the table this week. Yeah. Um, we are we are now we are very high. <laughs> and they come in and they come in to meet Roper and Jack or not Furley and Jack and they're like hi and they do that like three times. Yeah. Where they say it in unison like that. Like that's their And then guy. of course we do this is yet another threes company thing where it's like overtly sexual at times. Like, mm-hmm. here we go. This writer hits yet another plank yeah. of oh, <laughs> Three's yeah, Company yeah. universe. There's your jiggle comedy. This is the jiggle. This is yeah, <laughs> the jiggle. And then ding dong, here comes Lana looking for Jack at Furley's apartment because mm-hmm. she wants her light bulb changed. Yeah. If you know what I mean. And then they're like, "What?" Oh, then Furley's like, "You invited Lana to the game? No one told me Lana was invited to the game." She's like, "I don't, I don't, I have better ways to lose my money than play poker." And yeah, so Larry play. proposes. Yeah, what does that mean? Like, what does she mean by that? I felt like it. I was like, "What?" I think she just was like saying it was like beneath her. Yeah. To play poker, just so there would be a contrast when Larry... See, I thought she meant, like, she was spending it on more gigolos. <laughs> I don't, maybe. I was like, all right. Perhaps. It's I so mean, crazy. It's way, so crazy. Probably, yeah, right? that's a better way. And um, so Larry proposes that, well, yeah, well, maybe we shouldn't play for money. Maybe we should play strip poker. Here we go. Yeah. Strip poker. Which Jack acts like this is the craziest thing he's ever heard. Yeah. Like Jack acts like a 13-year-old boy. What? what? But also, like, the whole point for Jack was to win money and to win Furley's money. Yeah. Now it's been completely derailed. Yeah. By, by Larry, who's ostensibly... And Don nods in on the, and all of a sudden Lana yeah. then is like, Lana's like, is Jack playing? And Larry's right. like, of course. And then she's like, well, then I'm playing too. And then, so now it's not beneath her. All I time. didn't. Yeah. Cause it's not, I didn't time. understand why these two girls show up for this poker game. It, it's, 
total nonsense. They're just Larry's dates. And they don't really... Yeah, they're just Larry's... Larry's slutty dates. He gets two girls to go out. He's Larry! He's Larry! Look at him with the shirt outbuttoned. Fine, 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 fine. He's Larry. Okay. So, uh... They're like, all right, yeah, let's play strip poker. And Furley goes to put on a hat and some. He's going to put on a tie and a jacket, he says. He goes in the other room to put on a tie and a jacket. So then uh, we go back to 201, and Janet and Chrissy are uh, sitting there. And. (laughs) Excuse me, I had to sneeze. (sighs) Janet tells Chrissy that she should go downstairs. Mm-hmm. This is part of their so plan. Now here goes the plan. This is the plan. It's time for it's time to go the heist to go down. Yeah. So Stupid. she sends her downstairs to sell cosmetics to, to all these people game. who are not interested uh-huh. in cosmetics at this uh-huh. point at all. This is great. This is great. So, so then we're back at Furley's and the poker game's going on and everyone's in various states of undress. Uh-huh. And uh, Jack's wearing a sweater vest with no shirt under it. And khaki. Khaki. <laughs> Which why he didn't just take the sweater yeah. vest off and leave the shirt on. Thank you. Right? Thank you. Maybe he. Whatever. Maybe I'm implies, done. I'm not saying anything maybe, anymore. Maybe it implies. <laughs> hear me out here. Does it imply that Jack is so thirteen-year-old boy about this and modest mm. suddenly? That he took his undershirt off while sort of vest on so he didn't have to expose himself. He wouldn't have to expose himself if he just took the sweater vest off. Oh, that's off. true. Yeah, why would he do that? It's right. It's so stupid. It's just to make it, it look all naked. Nonsense. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. Yeah, it is. Okay, what well, happened? It's, anyway, it's a weird fine. choice. What a weird choice then. Yes. Right? Like, yes. It just seems to yes. draw attention to itself for no reason. Um, exactly for no reason, but whatever. It's not whatever. even funny. It's just like, why is he dressed like that? Um, so uh, this goes on, and, and ding dong, Chrissy comes down, mm-hmm. and Jack just at the door turns, says, "Chrissy, sell cosmetics. Is anyone interested?" They all yell, "No, no." And, no. In unison, and she's like, "He's like, well, bye, Chrissy." Uh, that was actually very funny. Yeah, I did not see that coming. They were all pretty intent <laughs> on what they were doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pushes her right out, slams the door, goes back to the table, uh, and Furley's like, "I have a, <laughs> I have a great hand." He's like, "What He's if we just in all these faces and he <laughs> can't hide it?" if we just make this the last hand? Yeah. Winner, Winner take, take all. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Larry says he has a great hand, but he wants two cards. Furley doesn't want any cards. And then Chrissy bursts in and is like, no, you told me no means yes and to sell, 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 and blah, blah, blah. So I'm coming in here and I'm going to sell. And uh, Furley's person because you know he wants to see Lana's stuff yeah and oh, uh, man. and finally he's like I'll buy it all <laughs> just, just give me it all just give me it all 
Leave it here and send me a bell. Yeah. Just just go. God. And uh So Chrissy's like, great, she runs out. She runs out. And uh there's something in here, I didn't get it written down, but there's something some Don Knotts delivery. Oh, he says. Um, oh, it's when yeah, it's when he goes. And I didn't touch her. Oh yeah, because he goes. You, he just, says, ruined you just ruined that, that girl. girl. He said, I, I didn't touch her. her. <laughs> and he gets so mad and he rages out so hard and it's so cute. Like he, this is what I'm talking about. Dot knots can do anything yeah. with the crappiest lines because. He just he one ups everybody who who serves it up to him. He's just gonna knock it. Oh, he's never not swinging for the fences. Yeah. That guy, love him. It's too good. It all makes sense now. What? Well, keep going. Okay. So back in two hundred one, Chrissy comes back. She's like, "I sold it all." <laughs> Jared's like, "What the hell's going on?" And. Uh, <laughs> And she's like, that's not how it's supposed to happen. And she's like, I'm definitely quitting my job tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so happy. Blah, 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 all this. And Janet just doesn't understand what's going on. And she goes, uh, oh, I and, and it leads Chrissy to tell her that, oh, I don't think they're playing for money. And Janet, like, gets, like, wide-eyed. And, oh, because she, she says, oh, I thought they would have wanted to save their money for the game. Right. Yeah. And she says, oh, I don't think they're playing for money. So does Janet immediately uh, assume they're playing strip poker? Yeah. Or does she think it's something more? No, I think she assumes they're playing strip poker. Huh. And she's like, boom. And she's like, Jack, whoa. It's like, what's happening? She just can't. I mean, oh, my God, they're playing that game 12-year-olds play (laughs) Everyone's so shocked. Um, so then we go to the exterior of Furley's apartment. Right. And the girls, Sylvia and Lulu, come out in towels, naked except for towels. Right. Followed by Larry, who's wearing a newspaper. Mm-hmm. Right. And he suggests they go up to his apartment and put on a little something. Yeah. A little Montevani record. Uh. Now, okay, listen, listen, listen. If you're going to play strip poker, like, you don't have to leave the house naked. Well, this is the part that makes sense to me now, is I just was reading through... Girl, I am so excited, please. Well, I was just... Because I said the same thing. I was like, why is everybody naked? Like, why is nobody wearing their clothes? You win their clothes. Yes! You win their clothes. Yeah. I didn't realize So Lana's that. got everybody's clothes. And Lana, Lana, yeah, and Lana... Lana's holding everybody's clothes is holding, And I noticed that. I just didn't understand why. Which will... Yeah. So the girls... You got me. Jinx. Brilliant. Brilliant. That's 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 well, smart. That, now it totally makes sense. Oh, you you did talk I did not know that. I, I just was like I just why is she taking all their clothes home for them? Yeah. Uh, I didn't get it. But Jack I think you yeah. actually understand three's company logic, Jinx. And you know what makes <laughs> me mad is when 
when the show is smarter than me, I hate this. Uh, I hate you being smarter. This sucks. I hate this episode <laughs> more than anything. Uh, I don't need Dee's company to make me feel inadequate. I have, I have a mom for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the girls and Larry go up to Larry's apartment. And then Jack exits Furley's apartment wearing a box. Jack in a box. Uh-huh. Get it? Yeah. Get it? Even the visual gags are punny. Yeah. And then... I mean, I mean... Lana uh, comes out carrying everyone's clothes. And then Furley comes out with, like, are they cushions mm-hmm. from his couch covering him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah. he's yelling at Lana to come back. He's feeling lucky. Yeah. Well, he's just standing on his porch yelling up into the ether. Yeah. Come back. I'm feeling lucky. So, yeah. and, and the Also, he didn't need to leave his house. No. Naked. He, just, he was chasing after. He was chasing He could have grabbed some clothes, but he, you know, he's, he, was he doesn't want to miss her. She's leaving. Um, yeah. Okay. So a cop sees him doing right. this. The yeah. Santa Monica's finest comes along and is like, listen, buddy, we don't put up with this stuff on our beach. And mm-hmm. they arrest him. Yeah, he's like, put your hands <laughs> at the, for these cuffs. And uh, Furley, Furley considers says. that he will have to drop the cushions to do mm-hmm. this. And says... Have a heart. Have a, have heart. a heart. And uh, that's the end of the episode proper. Who's this policeman? Oh, boy, I forgot our eighth Paddockins of the week. <laughs> this is actor yeah. Ken Lettner, born in 1932. Um, oh. He passed away at the age of 61 in 1993, uh, but has a really long uh, list of credits uh, in, in television beginning in 1978 on a show called The White Shadow. Then he was on Little House on the Prairie. Um, this is his third part ever, Three's Company, in 1979. He gets on the Rockford Files, Buck Rogers in the 25th century, um, a TV movie called Alcatraz. Then he's on Lou Grant uh, and is actually on three episodes as three different characters on Lou Grant. I never understand why shows do that, um, but they did, whatever. He's on the TV series, like a remake of Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, another remake of Casablanca for TV. So weird. Oh. Oh, uh, that's weird. Then he's on Falcon Crest, TJ Hooker, Sledgehammer. Do you guys remember the show, Sledgehammer? Yes, I love yeah. Sledgehammer. God, what a oh, great show! So great. Oh, we have to get into that one. Yeah. Um, he's on a, he's on an episode in 1989 of LA Law, designing women on uh, Chris Elliott's show, Get a Life oh, for, for Fox. Too. And then his last, yeah, that was a great show. And then his last. Uh, his last credit is in 1991 on a movie called The Big Sweat, and then in 1993 he passes away. Oh, so he could have had a longer career, but uh, he died relatively yeah. young at the age of 61. Oh, All right. Well, he another another passed away, Patty. Oh. Passed away, Patty. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of those. That's sad. An expired Patty. Oh, an expired <laughs> oh, God. Patty. We got to stop. I am terrible. We'll this to, is not right. We'll to do a, a Paddykins in memoriam. In memoriam. Yeah. Okay, so we go back to the taxi oh, in the apartment. Jack's yes. still in the box. Jack's still in the box. He enters the apartment. <laughs> the girls come out from the kitchen and catch him. And 
He's like, you know, enough of this. Chrissy, you're a terrible salesperson and you can't blah, blah, blah. And you shouldn't quit your job. And Janet's like, I told her everything. And Chrissy's like, oh, Jack, you're so sweet. Blah, 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 blah. And then everything's, you know, great again. And they're like, and then they tell him, you know, basically his, you know, his box. I don't know what his box was doing. But he's like, maybe I should just take it off or whatever. And then he warbits and chases him into the kitchen. Oh, he warbits right into the kitchen in that skimpy little box. And it's so gross. Wervert Peaselton, ladies and gentlemen. A rare Wervert sighting. Love it. Coming back to the Three's Company universe. Um, Wow. Oh, boy. What do you even say about this? so much. Um, It's everything you could ever not really want in an episode, and yet... And yet... Here it is. There was that moment for me where it's Jack is on the couch with Chrissy and Janet and Chrissy kisses Jack full on the lips Mm -hmm. and goes into the kitchen as she's leaving. And then Janet's like, yeah. And this is such a, this is yet another unfortunate trope that this, they, not only did this writer do all the things that they do every episode, he even did the stuff that is annoying. Like, Completely desexualizing Janet in yeah. any way, uh, um, having her turn around and, and sit making, all like cross-legged on the couch. Like, yes, yeah, yes. And then of course, like that that old trope of like pitting women against women. When Lana goes, I thought blondes, blondes maybe do have more fun, but why do they have to ruin it for the rest of us? And I was just like, this is gross. This is also I don't know. Oh. I didn't really care for some of these moments in this episode. Yeah, there were some. There were some cringy yeah. moments. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Cringy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, I'm going to give this episode a mere 2.16 Dominomini mm. booze. Uh, it wasn't as bad as last week, but, like, why do we hand the reins of the show over to a guest writer because he wrote for Laugh-In and we liked right. that show at one point? He doesn't know how to drive this no. bus. Get out! Get get out from behind the wheel, sir. Get out! Yeah, he almost crashed the three's company car like eight times. I I give this episode one and three quarter stars. Out of four stars, I feel yeah. So the script and the jokes were so corny and so. Just like, just like anybody was like, I'm gonna write a Three's Company episode. Like it just, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It just felt, so and really, anybody did. Yeah. yeah, and I didn't care for that part. So that's why I gave it such a low. Because I mean, there were funny parts. There mm-hmm. were like some good things, but all right, I'm gonna give it yeah. a uh, two point eight six. Okay. Interesting. The highest score of the week. Five, okay. Oh, wow. Numbers. That seems all right. That's a little lower. Wow. Than it's a little so lower than I usually go because yeah. you know uh-huh. I did enjoy the uh, uh-huh. uh, Furley playing strip poker elements. Yeah, that was uh, funny. Yeah. That scene, that whole scene was pretty. Funny. He did a good job. That was really cute. <clears throat> you know, it was kind of like a kind of felt like a reunion. Because he hit all the bullshit and yeah. everything. It felt like 
facsimile of like, remember these things? Yeah. Let's do all these things. Like, <laughs> it this would is be what a, a series yeah, exactly. episode was like. It would be a great episode to do if you were doing a staged episode. Mm, yeah. Because it has everything. Because it has oh. everything. It has lots of people. Yeah. It has, yeah, like, it would yeah, be yeah. a perfect episode for that kind of thing. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. All right. I guess we it's know great. what we're doing. True, true, true. Yeah. We guess we'll get better get that going. <laughs> um, all right. It's that time. Uh, get out those balls. Yeah. Get them. Get them out. Oh yeah. I've been, I've been cupping them for a good few minutes now and uh, they're warmed up. Ooh. Excellent. Nice. They're like Punxsutawney Phil. Oh. Are they going <laughs> to see their shadow? Okay. But with my balls, my crystal balls. All right. Gaze into them and tell us what this episode's about. Next week is Jack okay. the Ripper. Oh, I do I know? I feel like I know this episode. Um, I'm gonna say that Jack starts coming in late because he's seeing this girl who works late, and um, there's a there's a serial killer on the loose in Santa Monica. Oh my god! <laughs> and the girls mistake Jack, you know, uh, for the serial killer, so they get Furley to try and um, put bars on the windows. Oh god, it's terrible. Um, but of course, uh, Furley won't do it unless the kids get him a date with Lana. <laughs> oh my God. We're going to lose Lana soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you know what we're gaining is clarity. <laughs> we hope. Wow. Tucker's still writing it yeah, down. Sorry. Yeah, that, that was, was a convoluted sorry. plot. That was a good one. It's a great episode. Yeah. It's a little dark. <laughs> it's, it's like uh, it's like Hill Street Blues uh, goes to Meet Three's company. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it. Hill Street Blues, by the way, another iconic TV mm-hmm. theme song. Mm-hmm. Okay. Google well, what it. are we okay. going to toast this week? Oh, well. Well, uh, this was an interesting episode in that we had every cast member on this episode and five Paddockins. Yeah. So I'm going to say we are going to toast to one party of an episode. (laughs) (laughs) Give it a (laughs) woo.